When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast 2021. The Indian Premier League 14th edition. It's great to have you with us. From the first match all the way to the final. Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals, Kolkata Knight Riders, Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. May the best team win. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are and play along with the Cricket Badger. wins. Download our app right now from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and play against your friends with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who knows wins? Put your money where your mates are. Who knows wins in a league of their own. Hello everybody, IPL 2021 Daily Podcast. James Butler, the Cricket Badger with you as always every day through this IPL. It's a slightly uh, somber, slightly more depressing IPL daily today. We were looking forward to a game between the RCB and KKR in the uh, competition later on today, but that's been postponed at the moment, supposedly to be rescheduled later on in the tournament, fitted in further down the line, because we've had positive tests in two of the eight franchises in the competition. We've seen Varun Chakravarti and seen bowler Sandeep Warrior tested positive for COVID-19 inside the Kolkata Knight Riders bubble. And we've also seen um, three people inside the CSK bubble. Um, Non-playing staff, but still people all the same. Chief Executive Officer K. Vishwanathan, bowling coach El Balaji, and the bus cleaner have tested positive for COVID-19 in the CSK camp. Now, they've been isolated. All five of those have been isolated. And as far as we're aware at the moment, fingers crossed they're all going to be okay. But it does call into question the IPL and the bubble safety in this tournament. I've always been of the belief in this competition so far that the positive effect on the nation of India and indeed the rest of the world of, of the competition being played, that escape every single day for the Indian cricket-crazed public far out, outweighed the IPL and, and the criticisms of the IPL continuing. Now, 
having the bio bubbles breached at this stage does move the needle a little bit in my mind. Um, I'm not suggesting now that the IPL should be abandoned, but as far as I can see, Rito, the only way this competition can continue now is if the IPL management and the BCCI can look the players in the eyes and with 100% conviction and belief can say this tournament's going to be safe from here on. We're going to close this breach and we're going to move on with you safe because I can understand why players would get itchy feet and start to worry because the one thing players rely on in these COVID times and these bio bubble times is the trust in the bubble, isn't it? And at the moment, that trust is going to be wavering. Yeah, this was always the fear, James, with the IPL. No matter how safe the bio bubble is, the way that the numbers are skyrocketing here in India, there would have been such a case come it has happened today, maybe it would have happened a week later. But according to uh, according to ESPN Cricket, for three support staff of the CSK have tested positive. But according to the Times of India, they say that today rapid antigen tests were conducted on three of those support staff and it came out as negative. But rapid antigen, or antigen tests are not always the most reliable ones. So who knows where, where it takes us now. But we, the, the two sure who are who have tested positive are Sandeep Warrior and Varun Chakravarti of the KKR camp. And Owen Morgan, who is their captain, he has been in this situation before with England in South Africa. So how comfortable he is now. What is going through his head? If he pulls out, if the captain of our franchise pulls out, then what happens to the competition? It's really on a nice stage now. Yeah, and the South African bubble thing was a good example of how, um, as far as I, I'm aware, reading up and stuff after the event, was that the South African bubble was actually reasonably tight. I think it was okay. But there were a couple of things happened that made the England camp distrust it. And that's where that's where we are at, at the moment. It's that trust in the bubble. If you start to, because everything's invisible, the bubble's invisible, the virus is invisible. And if you've got faith in in that kind of environment around you that you are safe, Harry, then you're going to be happy to stay, aren't you? But if you start to believe that there are holes in this invisible thing and that you may be not quite as safe as you were led to believe, that's where the trust starts to disappear. Definitely, James. So in one of the earlier episodes, you were speaking about the BCCA acting officials, like sending a mail to every player saying that the tournament, they'll, they'll be responsible for play, getting the player's safety to their home. So uh, since this breach has happened, also, we can't put the blame on BCCA right now. Franchises, I think, have slipped up. So again, BCCA has to go around, speak to all the players, as you are saying, assure them that uh, reassure them that the bubble will be safe from now. So even some of the players were earlier, some of the players were saying that they felt bubble was the safest place in India. I, I think uh, one of them was Nathan Coulter Nile. So foreigners like him, they have to be uh, reassured that they will be safe. And also, they should, the BCC should take some kind of action to show that they are they mean this and not just inwards. So until unless that happens, uh, I mean, players who go on to the field, if they are not, if they don't have the trust in the bubble, they will be, they won't, they'll be thinking about something else and they won't be able to give their 100% on the field. So uh, it's useless uh, conducting matches without like assuring the players. And looking at how the KKR breach of the bubble or the hole in the bubble appeared, um, it's suggested by ESPN and Crick Info that Chakravarti um, left the IPL biosecure environment through an official green channel. There's all these protocols in place to try and protect people to have a scan on his shoulder. And they think that's where he might have been exposed. And I I mean, obviously, you, you need to look after players. It's, it's, a, it's a physical sport. You know, players are going to get niggles and stuff. And there may be some niggles that can't be dealt with inside the bubble. But it's a, it's a worry, isn't it, Abai, that, you know, going to a local hospital or going to get your scan, 
potentially breaches that bubble environment and you, and you find yourself infected. I mean, Varun Chakravarti now got to isolate until he gets two negative tests. Absolutely. Um, I think same thing has happened with KL Rahul also. He's had to leave the bubble. I think the rule is that once he comes back, he has to do a quarantine again. And that's the precise reason why, James, uh, all teams have really made sure that this IPL, nobody's you know, on 21-22 kind of players. They've all filled up the player limit of 25 because they know in the COVID era, it's not going to be easy to get in replacements. So they're already carrying so many players or 25 of them, so many support staff as well, so that they don't need anybody from outside the bubble. If Varun Chakravarti has stepped out, then he has to do the quarantine as well, which is mandatory. So if it has not been done and the bubble has been breached, then IPL has to look into it and you know talk to KKR about it. So I, I do think that the tournament can still go on, but hopefully no more uh, bad news like we've got today. Blackrathcricket.co.uk. You've probably spent lockdown dreaming about scoring runs and taking wickets. Well, let Blackrat Cricket kit you out and take you towards success. Blackrathcricket.co.uk. They've got a swanky new website. And if you quote Badger when you check out, you can get yourself 15% off. Blackrathcricket.co.uk. Join the infestation. Rito, I mean, you could argue, I mean, you can look at this very much in a pessimistic way, can't you? That, you know, these bubbles have been breached. Five people have been tested positive that, you know, you would have hoped would have been kept safe. I guess the flip side of that is looking at it thinking, well, at least they're testing daily. At least they're finding these positive tests and they are taking precautions to steer these guys clear of the rest of the, the playing staff. Can you find that positive in that? The only optimism that I can see now is that hopefully they can limit this virus within the bubble at the minimum. Really, the, if there's five people have tested, that's it. No more persons get infected, I hope, for the, for the best from here, really. With Abai's point, what he said about Kale Rahul, that he has to serve a quarantine period. Because he, ha- he, he must get operated Kale Rahul in the hospital, that's why he will have to serve a quarantine period. But with the case of Varun Chakravarti, he, he followed a green channel, as you mentioned, James. So I think there were some protocols that that was followed and still somehow that breach happened. Maybe because KKR is my franchise, I'm trying to protect them over the year, but still a mistake happened and serving serving the punishment. The Green Channel thing, I mean, there are huge documents, you know, in terms of instructions for players and, and staff around all of these events at the moment in the world of cricket. You've got people who are cricket administrators that have had to learn the worlds of uh, biosecure bubbles and, and educate themselves in terms of that. But you're right. I mean, Varun Chakravarti has done nothing wrong in this situation, Rito, has he? He's basically followed the protocol. He's followed the instructions. He's gone for a scan on his shoulder and he's come back with a positive test. It's that kind of thing is where the mistrust comes from, isn't it? That, you know, the rest of the players in the KKR camp and in the other seven franchises will be looking at that and thinking, well, Varun's done exactly the right thing there. He's done exactly what he's told. He's followed the green channel uh, and done nothing wrong. And yet he's tested positive now. Can we trust in what these guys are telling us? That, that's where the doubt starts to seep in, isn't it? Yeah, that's the worry really, James. 
Now, Varun has actually followed all the protocols. Now, the person who conducted the scan on him might not have been regularly t- tested, and that's why he has been he has contracted the virus. Now, you drew drew my attention, Harry, to a tweet by Michael Slater, um, who's out there commentating on the uh, on the competition at the moment. Obviously, this news has hit their eyes and ears as well today in India, and uh, Michael Slater has been quite vocal on Twitter today. I'll read it out to you. If our government cared for the safety of Aussies, they would allow us to get home. It is a disgrace. Blood on your hands, PM. How dare you treat us like this? How about you sort out a quarantine system? I had government permission to work on the IPL, but I now have government neglect. And what Michael Slater is basically saying there is he's got across to India. He's working on the IPL. He's obviously filled in all the paperwork to get permission to go out there to to work on that tournament and work overseas. But since he's been out there, Australia have basically shut their borders. They're not taking flights from any countries. And anybody, I think, was it a couple of days ago, they, they announced that anybody arriving from India would be effectively thrown into prison. Um, you know, you can't come back is their message to people at the moment. You're in a country where the cases of COVID are so high, we don't want you back at the moment because you might bring COVID back in with you. Uh, And Michael Slater's kind of balking against that, saying, well, you told us we could go out there and they'll look after us on the way back. And there's a few Aussies out there, I mean, more than a few, in the coaching staffs and in the playing staffs, that if this tournament is ended tomorrow, are going to be left in limbo in India. Definitely, James. I think what he's trying to say is partly correct, but if you look at the other hand, the Australian officials are trying to protect their country, so I won't blame them either. I think what could what they could have done was, like England gave a period like we were going to close, I mean, we weren't accepting flights after this date. So, I mean, people like Liam Livingston were able to fly back. So, I think if they had given that uh, period, like we'll give you like 10 days time. And then I think the Australians, if someone Australians wanted, they could have gone over. Also, uh, another st- statistics I heard was, uh, I mean, including all the cricketers and other Australian citizens, I think there are a whole of uh, 5,000 Australians in India right now. So, uh, Australia being uh, Australia having the resources and like a good contact with India, I I think if they want, they can transport all their citizens back safely. But I think it is a huge risk. But if 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 the condition worsens more, I think they have the capability to do that. So I am hopeful that uh, they have they have put this restriction only until May fifteenth and. I hope that somehow uh, by the time IPL gets over, I think uh, I hope that uh, all channels will be open and people can go back to their home safe. I mean, that's that's 12 days away. But I mean, you'd imagine that Australia, for them to reconsider that situation, the cases in India would have to be coming down significantly. And at the moment, they're going up, if anything. So come 15th of May, you'd expect Australia just to say, well, well this is going to continue for another fortnight, three weeks or whatever. And I imagine that's why Michael Slate is getting a little bit uh, tetchy about it. Wins. Put your money where your mates are. There's over 25,000 players and over £1 million already won. The biggest community pot was £31,000, and there's over 12,000 leagues created. Download our free app and play against your friends and family with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who knows wins in a different league? Abai, the problem with Michael Slater's argument, I mean, I feel for him. I mean, he's gone out there to work, but he's gone out there to earn money. And I guess if you're flying out in, a, in the middle of a pandemic to try and earn money somewhere, you've got to accept there's a little bit of a risk involved in that. And things change, don't they? Daily, weekly, COVID changes. And COVID changes, um, you know, in in the UK, we've been in and out of lockdown. At the moment, Touchwood things are on, on the 
on the upward curve. India at the moment are on the downward curve. And if you fly to a country that you don't know particularly well and you are working there and COVID cases suddenly rise, it's it's one of the kind of risks you're taking by going there, Abhay, isn't it? Very much. They've taken the risk. They all knew that it's going to really peak during April. I traveled in India as well uh, during April. I'm in Delhi, actually. <laughs> Maybe I didn't tell, share with you. Uh, so I, was, I didn't realize that, Abhay. You're, you're not in Sweden. You're actually in Delhi now. Uh, yeah, I'm in Delhi now. I've been in Delhi since start of April uh, when it was okay. But we knew that it's going to turn very bad. Yeah, I'm not in Sweden right now, James. Very, so you're a very good bad. example, Abhay, of somebody that flew out there when things were better. Yes. And are now restricted because things have worsened. Yes. And my flight was on Saturday late night. And we postponed it to mid-May, also because my grandfather is keeping sick. So I just wanted to make sure that, you know, he recovers before I leave. And um, coming back to your question, James, I do think because of my own example, everybody knew that there's going to be a big risk and they're coming just to earn money. And I don't blame them. Like you said, I don't even blame cricket, uh, the Australian government. It's just the situation is changing a lot. It is money. But it's also their, you know, uh, they they enjoy their job. And at IPL, they 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 want to contribute to IPL because it, they take it as a job. So as you said, nobody's to blame. I think James, IPL will take full responsibility of all the players and officials who travel to conduct the IPL from other countries. I yeah. think IPL uh, governing body can be trusted, and they will make sure that you know the Australian players or the other players from other countries go safely to their home countries after the IPL is done. Or if it gets postponed, then also IPL will take responsibility for their lives. Um, Rita, you heard what Abbas just said there. I mean, I, I don't think in that Michael Slater situation that the Australian government are doing anything wrong because they are basically trying to look after their own country. I don't think Michael Slater's done anything wrong. And, and you know, Ricky Ponting and all the other Aussies out there, I don't think they've done anything wrong because they're trying to gain work, gain employment, gain income and work and play around a, a terrific tournament. So I don't think anybody, as 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 I just said, I don't think anybody's to blame in this situation. It's just COVID, isn't it? It's a pandemic. It's, it's a situation that nobody's ever had to deal with before. And what we've had to do as a world in the last year is beyond our comprehension. If you go back two years and we started talking about what a pandemic might mean, none of us would have considered half of the things we've had to face. And it's, it's just unfortunate. I mean, unfortunate is probably not the right word, but I guess if you're Michael Slater, if you're Ricky Ponting, if you're David Warner and all the other Australians out there, you've just got to take this on the chin and, and knuckle down and hope to get back as soon as possible. Yeah, absolutely, James. No one is at fault over here. Michael Slater is looking to earn employment. He has a retired cricketer now. Now he is looking to make his le- late life better. And he's absolutely right. And the government of Australia also, the prime minister over there is trying to protect his own people and he's not at wrong at all. So in the middle of a pandemic, if you are moving from one country to another, you must take some risk. And that's what Michael Slater took. And now the way the things are skyrocketing here in India, no one even in mid-March could have forecasted that India would record daily 400,000 cases. So the way things have gone, though I think the Prime Minister is absolutely correct, Scott Morrison over there, to you know, close down the borders with India, even if it was, say, Australia were seeing this type of cases. I would urge the Indian Prime Minister to close down the borders with Australia now. So it's just bad luck for Michael Slater. Is there not a case, Harry, for the Australian Prime Minister? I mean, we're picking Australia because they've taken, I think, the most severe stance on on Indian flights. Um, is is there not a case of them saying, right, if you fly in from India, 
we're going to accept you. But basically, there's a hotel like 100 yards off the um, off the landing strip. You go straight into that. You stay in there for three weeks. And until you come out with a negative test at the end of that three-week period, we don't want to see you again. At least let them back into the country, but under very stringent rules. I guess that's what Michael Slate is hoping for, isn't it? Definitely, James. Every one of the Australian who wants to go home will be up for that rules. They'll, they'll be more than happy to quarantine for even 14 days. Uh, so, I mean, Australian government can always make that exception. And uh, as I said earlier, I'm hopeful that there will be something positive after this particular period of May 15. So uh, they can absolutely do that, James. They have the facilities. And also the number of people like trying to go into Australia will always be less than, you know, some, I mean, uh, if you compare to the number of people trying to come into India or something. So uh, I think they can always handle, they have the capacity, they can handle that and people will be happy. Where do we go from here then, Abai? I mean, this tournament can only continue if this is the the last of the positive tests, can't it? If we get announcements later on today or tomorrow that there are other positive tests in other franchises or more in KKR and CSK, the tournament is gone for me. I just can't see how it can continue in that situation. If they can isolate these guys and they can keep them safe and everything else just carries on as normal, then I can see that they can maybe not get away with it. That's the wrong phrase, but they can continue. But it, it is on an absolute knife edge, this competition, isn't it now? Absolutely. Very critical stage. And it has just come, you know, at the stroke of, you know, the mid-tournament. Teams have just finished the seven games and the couple of teams have also finished eight games now. It's just come at the middle of the tournament. It's not towards the end or at the start. So I think IPF has a chance to still protect. It really depends on how efficient they are. I'm sure they would have different plans, different backup plans. If something goes wrong, they would have already thought about a lot of contingency steps. So I trust uh, that the IPL government, uh, governing body will surely you know, make some inroads and make some more steps to make sure that these positive tests do not occur in the remaining days. And I actually also expect that Maybe uh, because I think we were talking about it on WhatsApp as well. And I've, I've seen some social media messages as well that maybe since this has happened now and already the tournament is half done, they could have more matches where you could play, you know, two matches in a day. So you, you could actually finish the tournament a little early than what is decided. That could be one thing. And I'm sure IPL governing body would have considered that option as well as a contingency plan. So we could see different things happening. And I believe the control is still there. A PSL kind of situation can happen. It doesn't look like right now. The thing is, Rito, you can't really suspend this for two weeks, can you? Whilst the uh, COVID situation in India dies down a little bit, hopefully. Um, because the players aren't going to just sit around in hotels for two weeks, not even playing cricket. It's, it either continues or it doesn't, doesn't it? And you, you, the, the kind of worry would be with the IPL. I mean, it's, it kind of feels a little bit strange saying that sentence because there are so many other worries in India. Life and death worries in India with COVID that a cricket tournament is kind of the least of the worries, really, isn't it, at the end of the day? Yeah, these are just guys playing sport, for goodness sake. But yeah, we're watching the cricket and that's what we're covering but obviously we're thinking about everybody in India so don't think we're trivialising COVID in India by talking about the future of the IPL please there's no other place where can you fit in if, if you stop the IPL now and everybody starts to go home and drift away from it then you know the bio bubbles are dispersed and you try and bring in the kind of the latter half of this tournament further down the line I can't see a space in the calendar to do that yeah, absolutely, James. If it, if the tournament doesn't finish within May the 30th now, then there's no more space. Is the ICC going to postpone the World T20 once again for the IPL sake? Is it to that big a brand value, the IPL now? Can the BCCI 
I mean, they'd, they'd the get a lot, they would get a lot of criticism if they did, wouldn't they? Because you're talking about putting a, a, a one country's domestic tournament over the rest of the world's international tournament. It's it, that that makes no sense on the on the face of it. Yeah, not at all. I would understand if the ICC postponed postponed the World T Twenty Four, the hundred, actually, James. Well, I'd be in favour of that. Anyway, <laughs> that's a totally different podcast. Yeah, let's. Yeah, let's just hope, fingers crossed, that these are the only five people who test positive for this virus, dreaded virus, and we get the rest of the tournament back. On a scale of one to ten, with one being not at all confident, ten being really confident of the IPL continuing and getting its getting to its final on the 30th of May, where would you put yourself on that uh, spectrum, Rito, at the moment? Six. How about you, Harry? I'm going to go seven. And Dabai? Seven. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably be five or six myself at the moment. I, I can see it going either way at the moment. Uh, you know, if they can contain the outbreaks that they had with the five people and they can move on and everybody can get back to playing cricket and kind of forgetting about today, then I can see there might be a future for the IPL. But if uh, any one of those five gets seriously ill or if indeed there are further positive tests in the IPL, I can see it being knocked on the head very quickly. I think it is, like we said, absolutely on a knife edge. So I'm right in the middle of that spectrum on five, I think, at the moment. With uh, it, could, you know, it could go absolutely either way. And ultimately, as as I just said, Abai, it's a cricket tournament. I know it's a multi-million dollar cricket tournament, and I know it's got star players, and I know we love cricket. But it's a cricket tournament at the end of the day. It's not life and death. And India at the moment is experiencing life and death everywhere. Absolutely. Uh, it's uh, it, it's quite difficult, James, like we were discussing last night as well. It's very difficult to, you know, leave aside that human aspect, that emotional aspect and not while watching IPL. It's, it's not that easy to not look beyond the stadiums, what's happening. So yes, you're right. I think the, the only aspect about IPL happening right now is it was planned long back and it was planned to happen at this time. So probably they also could not or replan it somewhere else. And they didn't see, like Ritu also mentioned, they didn't foresee the situation will become so bad. So that's why it's not that they can also, they, they should be blamed for having the tournament right now. And like we discussed, the tournament can also give people a little bit of mental relaxation to think about something else other than the bad news, which we are constantly, you know, uh, looking at. And it can give people a different aspect to look at and, you know, enjoy sport. Uh, even though it's 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 gloomy as well. Indeed, yeah. And we'll obviously keep abreast of this. We've got no cricket to talk about today because of that uh, suspension of the KKR-RCB match. And uh, well, fingers crossed, A, for every human being that's out there in those bubbles, because that's what they are. They're cricketers, they are rich people, they are very successful, but they are human beings. So fingers crossed they all stay safe. Fingers crossed from my cricket-loving perspective that the IPL can continue. But Ultimately, it's a cricket tournament, like we say. And if it does get suspended or cancelled, there are more important things going on in the world at the moment. James, it might be a cricket tournament, but a lot of livelihoods depend on it. Other than this, my multi-millionaire cricketers, a lot of livelihoods, a lot of daily wage earners depend on it. So it's India, it's cricket, a lot of things depend on it. So let's hope it does not get postponed or cancelled from here on. And this this man can earn their, their year's earning. 
Yeah, and, and you're quite right with that as well. I mean, the hotels that the guys are staying in would probably not be open at the moment unless there was a cricket tournament going on. The people that are working in those hotels, the people that are driving the, the buses, it extends a long way beyond the likes of Pat Cummings with millionaire bank accounts, isn't it, this? So you are quite right. There are people's livelihoods involved on this, but equally, you could come back, Rito, and say that there are people's livelihoods all over India at the moment and all over the world at the moment being affected by COVID. So they would just be one of many, wouldn't they, rather than possibly being in a fairly pretty privileged position inside biobibbles as, as we stand at the moment. You can argue it both sides just to round off. I can quite easily understand somebody at the moment saying the IPL should be cancelled. I wouldn't have too many arguments against that, but equally I could quite easily understand somebody saying we need to keep this going. So I am very much in the middle of the uh, the argument at the moment. I love the IPL and we cover it, as you know, on this podcast daily. We get excited about the cricket and uh, it adds to my day every single day watching the cricket going on. But COVID, pandemics, there are there are bigger fish to fry, I guess, as well. So I'm quite torn at the moment now, which is the first time during this IPL that I have been because I have been quite comfortable suggesting that the IPL should continue. At the moment, I am torn and hopefully over the next couple of days, I'll be reconvinced that the IPL should continue. Uh, you know, as I say, any more COVID tests, anything else that goes wrong, I think we're in a, uh, yeah, I think we're in a situation where the BCCI will be quite wrong, really, to continue if, uh, if there were more positive tests around. But we'll see how that goes over the next few days. Um, before we sign off, thank you very much for listening to the uh, charity podcast. Abai was involved in that. Abai, weren't you, yesterday? Had a long chat, Abai, didn't we? Two hours uh, trying to raise money for children in need in India. It was a good chat, but people are listening to that podcast and it was a good cause. Yes, indeed. I had a good time and uh, especially the motivation was the cause. So thank you very much for that opportunity, James. And uh, yeah, children in need in India. If you uh, scroll back to yesterday's podcast, I'm off social media at the moment, so I can't actually promote it um, because of uh, something that's going on in the UK about abuse online and what have you. There's a social media boycott yeah, big sporting teams, big sporting organisations and the Cricket Badger are uh, basically boycotting social media over what is a bank holiday weekend in the UK. By midnight tonight, I will be back on Twitter. Some of you will be frowning at that because I do post some rubbish at times, but I will then be able to promote the podcasts that we've done over the last few days, including that charity one. As I say, raising money for children in need in India. I know there's a, a lot going on actually in the kind of the eye of the storm at the moment with COVID. But once that's all hopefully died down very, very soon, there's going to be a lot of children in need, I would imagine, in that country. So if you could spare just a couple of pounds and um, listen to the podcast, spare a couple of pounds. But, uh, hopefully we can help some kids uh, in India get back on their feet after COVID has uh, finally died down. My thanks to Dave, Abai, Harry and for Rito for joining me on today's podcast. My thanks to Who Knows Wins for their support of these daily podcasts. Hopefully, we will be back with you tomorrow talking about cricket rather than talking about COVID-19. But we'll see how that goes, I guess. But we will be back tomorrow and we'll be talking about something. I've been James Cricket Badger and I'll speak to you then. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger. Thanks for listening. We'll be back every day throughout IPL 14. Have your say on Twitter on at Cricket underscore Badger. We'll see you again tomorrow. Podcast Network. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.